Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman, but stay for the Spellbinder. You're gonna get spellbound by spellbinding powers. Yeah, yeah. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. Hey, it's me, Kenny Wendorski. I think I just do the rest of the podcast like this. I don't know what this voice is that just came out of me, but it's it's cool. It's jazzy. Yeah, we're over here. You're like a this, like a radio station host. Yeah, yeah. Com- coming at you on the ones and twos. Right. I don't I don't know what ones and twos are, but that's where we're coming at you. Let's play some jazz. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing. I got a I got a new toy. I got um. It's called an Embernic RG three fifty one MP. And it is... It's like just a... making up shit. No. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I'll show you after the show. It's... I... It's it's a gadget. It's it's a Chinese knockoff handheld video game system. Oh, okay. And it's... You know how you play your... You can play your emulator program or... Um, or you know what? Yeah, I, I gave you the... Um, the, mm-hmm. the Sega Genesis knockoff thing. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's a handheld that can play... You can just load it up with ROM files if you want to be a filthy pirate. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Is it color? It's oh yeah, it's like color. A game gear? It plays it plays Game Gear, NES, SNES, Master System, Genesis, oh. everything up to and including PlayStation One. Oh wow. Yeah. In just this it it sort of plays Nintendo 64. But not it's nah okay. it's yeah it's too blockyish it's yeah like the frame rate like hitches okay. and lots of static with the audio I didn't realize the Nintendo sixty four was so much harder to emulate than the PS one because mm-hmm. they came out around the same time and I remember them as being like they had different strengths and weaknesses but one of them wasn't like mind blowingly more advanced than the other I just remember uh, you could actually get some like movie uh, cutscenes in the yeah PlayStation 1 whereas N64 it did cutscenes but it was not cinematic like a PS1 yeah yeah but yeah the PS1 runs stuff runs fine I've been playing Symphony of the Night the old Castlevania oh, game nice. yeah it's one of those old classics that I yeah. totally missed the boat on back in the day they, had, they released it on the DS a long long time ago yeah. that was a good game yeah. yeah, it does also play DS games, but of course, the problem there is that it only has one screen and it's not a touch screen. Uh, so yeah. if if the game you're trying to play uses a touch screen at all, sorry kid, you're SOL. And if you need to look at both screens, you can set up a little hotkey to switch screens. So like maybe one in 10, one in 20 games is even mildly playable that yeah. way, but... It, it's there. Yeah. It can technically run Dreamcast, but again, not. It's a novelty. Like, wow, this almost runs. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but for everything PS1 and below, it runs just fine. That's all I would want it for. Yeah. Retro stuff. Yep. And it's. <laughs> you can tell it was shipped from China, too, because. You, you remember you used to. In those kiosks in the mall. They used to sell those knockoff Nintendos with like a thousand ROMs already yeah, preloaded yeah. on there. And you'd go, how are they allowed to do this? And then they sort of disappeared after a while. And it's like, yeah, that was always bound to happen. Oh, uh, like copywriter dudes yeah, were like, yeah. Konami, Capcom. They're yeah, like, exactly. hey, that's mine. <laughs> and sort of rightly so. Yeah. Well, this is the next generation of that. But because they're shipping from China, they can't really stop them. Uh, so it came it came preloaded with a little SD card with like a couple hundred games on okay. it. All but right. you can also load up your own games. And yeah, it's, I don't know. That's been my new toy. It's been nice. my new gadget. I don't really have any new toys. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing going on. No. We got uh, 
You, you know who likes toys and video games and, and, and crazy virtual reality fantasy? Spellbinder. Fucking Spellbinder. Spellbinder. He's here to bind all your spells. Now, this was an episode I never could catch, but I'd yeah. always see the character design of the villain. He's got a very unique design. It's red with the black uh, yeah, like circles. Spirals. Stripe. Yeah. And He's got like one of those full face mask cowls. That's kind of like, how do you see out of that, dude? Because yeah. it's just a spiral where his face should be. But they used him a lot for everything from, gosh, lunchboxes, Valentine's Day cards. You saw that character, the villain, a lot. Yeah. The toys, obviously. Yeah, in the intro to the show, they have mostly like sort of vague allusions to different villains. Mm-hmm. You see like Blight's radioactive skull face. And you see, with like the spiral pattern going in the background, you see a hand with an eye on it yeah. in the intro. And that is Spellbinder. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Let's jump on in. So we uh, are at Chelsea. She yep. found a new guy. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> she, um, <laughs> she's the popular girl. I don't think she has any <laughs> trouble getting a date. She, she's making out with her new boyfriend. Uh, it's just so stupid. She's got a, a hairbrush tucked yep. in her back. Pocket? As all the kids do in the future with her extraordinarily short and skin tight mini skirt, she like jams a hairbrush like back under her where her belt would be. It's and we're talking like a, a hairbrush that your grandparents would have had. It's it's the kind that you would discipline a wayward child with. It, yeah. Not until you've brushed mother's hair. Not until you've brushed it well. Oh. I- it's the kind that would be in uh, some kind of Victorian era, <laughs> you know, with uh, Renee Zellweger or Kate Winslet, and the, <laughs> it, it's a very weird <laughs> choice for a prop uh, to, to bring on a date, no less. Like I could see if you were, you know. T- yourself she's up got short hair too <laughs> also yes it's a very low maintenance haircut i want to be a fly in the wall for that yep. for that meeting when they were doing the design but anyway anyway they're kissing and yep. she says i need to go mm-hmm. and he says i could walk you and she says well my dad's got a gun <laughs> it's, it's only three houses away you get it it's a joke yeah protective dad yep but she goes home but before she does as, as her new beau uh, leaves. She gets waylaid by Spellbinder. Yes. Uh, he does a flash on her. You know, it's like a Men in Black neuralizer. Poof! In your face. Hypnotizer. And what it does is it like hypnotizes you. Makes you see like a, a made-up virtual reality world. Yeah, like a Walter Mitty hallucination in which Chelsea is done up in like explorer khakis. She's like a Laura, a Lara Croft type. Yeah. She's pulls out her hairbrush, which in her fantasy is a machete, and she's, like, hacking her way through the jungle. I would have rather have had her machete in her mm-hmm. back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw a machete in her back pocket... I would have thought it was weird, but it makes more sense than a goddamn big-ass hairbrush. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? This is the future. Societal norms are different. Maybe this is just what people do. I mean, look at nowadays. It's We always tell you to be protective. Yeah, maybe Bra- that's like, you know, nowadays a, a young woman woman might carry a discreet bottle of mace in her purse maybe in the future (laughs) machetes machetes are like (laughs) the self-defense tool of choice for young attractive bruce tim designed women you know what it's so far-fetched it makes more sense than the goddamn hairbrush (laughs) but yes in her fantasy she's using the hairbrush to cut away the vines yep 
She's, she's walking past her dear old dad, who's reading the newspaper. Oh, hi, Chelsea. Totally oblivious to her doing this, which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. Can't talk, Dad. Got to raid tombs. You know what? Kids do weird things all yeah. the time. Hey, where's your machete, Chelsea? Maybe you, it's all dance you got, move. All you got is that hairbrush. You you left home with your machete. Yeah. Do, do you need a new machete? Do you need protection? I'll get you another will, machete. If you misplaced your machete, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about the machete. I'm worried about you. Yes. Uh, she goes to this area of the temple and she's able to open it up like Indiana Jones. Yep. It's actually just a safe lock. Yep. And she goes in getting this cursed artifact, which is actually a sculpture. Yeah. Of It's the same in the fantasy and the, and the reality as we cut back and forth. It looks like a little... Like stone idol or yeah, something like that. But she grabs it, takes it out of the house, walks over to Gotham River, which in her fantasy is like a molten lava. I've cast it into the fire. Destroy it. Uh, Which uh, after she does that, the dad like snaps her out of it. He's like, "What the? That cost me what eighty thousand? Eighty grand? Eighty thousand dollars? Which is only like twenty bucks in future money, but still, it's a tank of gas nowadays." But. Um, yeah, she's like, what did I do? I don't know what I did. Yeah, I was I was just raiding tombs. I don't get it. And uh, as she's going back to the house, we get a picture of Spellbinder. He has the artifact. Yep, it's it's apparently worth a pretty penny, and he's going to go make some money. And we cut off to, to Terry and Bruce. Terry's uh, relaying Bruce. I guess they saw it on the news, or Terry heard she, what happened. Uh, yeah, uh, Commissioner Gorn goes to the school. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Terry's kind of not really friends with Commissioner Gorin yet, but obviously there's... Yeah, he knows that there's some... I don't know if he specifically knows that this was Batgirl, although he could probably put two and two together. Yeah. But he knows that she had some relationship with Bruce Wayne. Who was Batman. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, keep it on the secret. Keep it on the DL. Yeah, but he's kind of eavesdropping as uh, Commissioner Gordon goes to talk to the school psychologist... One Mr. Ira Billings. Uh, he's assuring Commissioner Gordon that this wasn't real. Uh, yeah. This is just what Chelsea does. Yeah, just a spoiled rich girl just acting out for attention. Uh, sorry to have wasted your time. The Kardashians do it all the time. Uh, yep. Uh, so she <laughs> Have you, have you seen what Bunny Vreeland gets up to? Yeah. <laughs> so Commissioner Gordon's like, okay, if you say so, I'm going to leave and just drop it. Just drop the whole matter. Yeah, she kind of gives Terry the stink eye on the way out the door. I I think she has... She's probably got connections. If if Bruce hasn't already told her exactly who's working for her, she probably knows. Like, I know what you get up to, you little shit. So uh, (laughs) Terry goes to Bruce, and Bruce is in his library, and he's like, hey, just had a... So I got this friend. She did this thing... And it smells fishy. It's it's. I don't know if this is. A, we should investigate. And Bruce mm. Wayne's like, ah, she's just a kid doing stupid shit. You're imagining things, McGinnis. Yeah, but Terry's right. Yes, <laughs> uh, because uh, another instance happens. Yeah, this um, museum curator. Or fa- I'm not sure what exactly it was, but it's a very it's, valuable dress. Yeah, I thought I was getting the vibe. It's it's like a Hollywood uh, where props go to die. Yeah, <laughs> might have been a fat an auction. They do say it's an auction. Okay. So anyway, there's lots of fancy dresses. Yep, and this guy's locking up, locking up all the fancy, expensive dresses with these two security guards, and he's very protective. He's saying they're they're so precious and wonderful. They they should be kept safe. And the the guards are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They're stupid dresses. Yep. And Spellbinder shows up, goes flishy flash, 
and apparently the auctioneer guy kicks the security guards asses yeah we we cut to it's a hard cut too uh there's a medical uh hovercraft taking somebody on it and then there's another guard who clearly is in pain he's like i don't know what happened we've worked with the guy for years and out of the blue he just ninja punched us all yep turns out he's in a fantasy world where it's like a nom flashback war movie yeah and he's got a mannequin with one of the the expensive dresses on it and he thinks it's like his war buddy who he needs to get to the chopper. Yeah. He needs to get him to safety, the medevac. Let's go. And uh, what is actually going on is he's taking the dress to uh, Spellbinder on the top of the roof, who's got kind of like a hornet hovercraft. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like this this yellow orb, which is what Spellbinder sits on. No handlebars, by the way. I don't know how he stays seated on this thing as it hovers around and flies but also has this, like, angular stinger thing that can come off of yeah. it. Very weird design. Uh, he's, uh, the guy is like, here, here's my friend. Take him. Here's, you're safe now, Johnny. Yeah. You're going to be okay. And uh, Spillbarner says, look behind you. There's there's a guy. And he does, and it's Batman. But he thinks he's a, uh, what, a Vietnam Viet soldier. Kong, yeah, enemy soldier. And Spellbinder says, hey, maybe use this gun to shoot at him with bullets. Then throws him an actual gun, what he can use to shoot at Batman. Fight scene ensues. It's so... <laughs> it just might work. And, uh, yeah, he shoots at Batman. Luckily, Batman's able to uh, save the day. And the old man gets snapped out of it. And he's like, well, what did I do? What's going on? And that's yep. where Terry's able to go to Bruce and be like, huh? Yeah, see? Ah! See? And Bruce reluctantly, okay, you were right. But Terry has no time to investigate more. He's got a wedding to go to in Dick Grayson's old tux. Yeah. Uh, Remember Dick Grayson? You're never going to see him again. Nope. But Not there's once. A little Easter egg. Yep. <laughs> uh, he goes to this wedding. One of his friends who's coming from a very wealthy family, a new stepdad who's apparently... Pretty rich. Yep. Happiness ensues. They're walking down the aisle, and Spellbinder shows up. Yep. Flash and Spellbinder, you know, would would clearly want to. Uh, obviously, there's lots of expensive jewelries around, but he has the ability to just ambush people uh, in the dead of night. There is no reason why he would disrupt a large and public wedding, drastically increasing its chances of getting caught. Except, of course, that that's exactly what he does. He does. Uh, he makes the, the fiancé, the wife, yep. think that there's alien bugs. Alien bugs are everywhere. The groom's a bug. The guests are bugs. The only good bug is a dead bug. I gotta, gotta get out of here. This is horrible. Terry, who's there at the wedding, sees what's going on. Luckily brought his suit, puts it on. And we get ourselves kind of a chase where she's running in terror because yep. she sees bugs everywhere where everyone's trying to help her because they don't want her to fall off that cliff or not cliff. The spot, yeah, side of the building. Something. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I, I thought this was weird, too, because Spellbinder just kind of, well, no, he he had hidden his little flashy mind control gizmo in one of the cameras, there's like these hover camera drones that are Paparazzi taking wedding things, yeah. yeah, wedding photos, and that's how he flashed the uh, the the lady. But he's on his little robot flying hornet thing, just kind of hovering above the crowd, and Terry sees him, but nobody else seems to. Hmm. And he does not have, at least as far as we see, any sort of he doesn't have that see no evil tech. Nobody else looked up slightly to see this very conspicuous costumed supervillain just hovering above this very crowded wedding. Yeah. 
And uh, so anyway, big weird chase sequence. Big weird chase sequence. <laughs> the the fiance takes off her jewelry, thinking it's bugs, and yep. throws it onto a train track. Yep. And the trains are coming. She also fell on the train track. Luckily, Batman's able to save her. She's still freaking out, thinking that it's a bug. Yeah. Meanwhile, Spellbinder is able to get the jewelry from the track and book it out of there. Yep. Uh, the, the next day, Terry's going in to see the school psychologist that this Ira guy again. Remember how I was saying last week, like, it's cool that they had a little red herring, just enough of a wrinkle. There's no fucking red herring. It is so telegraphed. The uh, psychologist says to Terry, like, hey, I hear you work for a billionaire. That's cool. Let's talk about... I mean, really, we're (laughs) here to talk about, you know, your dad died. You might have feelings. Tell me about the billionaire, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, uh, Bruce Wayne is in the Batcave. He's trying to put the pieces together. Who could be doing these crimes? What is the connection between these three victims? Wait a minute. Security alert. Someone's broken in. It's Terry who thinks he's in a big sweepstakes, like supermarket sweeps game show. He's grabbing stuff off the shelves and stuffing it into his robber bag. And, 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 and yeah, uh, Bruce is like, what are you doing? Yep. <laughs> Stop it. They have a little tug of war and ultimately Bruce bitch slaps him with his cane, which knocks him out of it. And, and Bruce says, so telling secrets at school, are we? Yep. <laughs> so obviously we know Ira's the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, Terry, Terry could have told him that was the last thing I remember doing. And also by this point, Bruce has put together. Okay. Uh, uh, Chelsea goes to Hamilton Hill high. The, uh, the son of the, the wealthy wedding couple goes to Hamilton Hill High, and it turns out that the auctioneer has a child that goes to Hamilton Hill High. Clearly, there's that's the connection. All these kids went to see the school psychologist. Let's go get him. And he has the right build for it, too. So yep. Also, he's right outside waiting for Terry waiting to patient deliver the stolen goods. Because he still thinks Terry's stealing all the good, the good stuff. Yep. So... Terry puts on his Batman suit and he shows up and uh, Spellbinder's like, cool, you got all this. Oh, oh you it's don't Batman. got this stuff. Oh, we're going to have to have a fight. And he's able to zippy zappy yep. Batman and Batman thinks they're zombies. Yep. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's, uh, this is, yeah, it's, it's the same scene. This is kind of a cool scene because it's, it's not this elaborate fantasy. It's all the same scenery with just seeing zombies that aren't there. Yeah, you know, Bruce Wayne's uh, mansion area is already spooky looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he just <laughs> added zombies. Yeah. Cut and paste. So we have a little fight scene. Uh, Bruce is able to sort of talk Terry through because he's got the, the video link connection and can see through the eyes of the bat suit. And he's able to tell him, nah, dude, none of those are real. Except for that one. Punch that one right yeah. now. Punches that one. Turns out that zombie is Spellbinder. Yeah. And this happens again. Spellbinder uses illusions to kind of like one point Terry thinks he's gonna you know catch him off a cliff but he's not even there Spillbinder's not even there so uh, Terry almost falls off the cliff which would have been fine because he's got rocket boosters but yeah anyway yeah, long story short the, the evil stupid psychologist is brought to justice his motivation is I don't get paid well at the school, so I want to steal things. He was tired of listening to whiny kids whose parents make more money and pay their garbage men more than the school psychologist. Literally, word for word, that's what he says. Yep, which, I mean, to be fair, is all entirely true, and we pay our educators and mental health professionals 
and regular health professionals, for that matter, far too little in our society. But but also not a, not an excuse to become a supervillain. Yes. <laughs> so that's in Spellbinder or Spellbound. Spellbound. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Nope. Nope. It's so beautiful. It's a very beautiful episode. The, the fantasy sequences are, are gorgeous and uh, well done. Uh, there, there's mood. Uh, I mean, it's cold when Chelsea's leaving, and they, yeah. they did this like hazy fog effect. Even the design of Spellbinder is great. It's a cool design. He's a cool-looking villain. He deserves better a than better this. A better story. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so basic. It, and also, putting the clues together, I know you, you summarized it. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> wouldn't he have, like, hypnotized all the kids involved? Yeah. As opposed to the, because he's got one kid, Chelsea. But then the random old guy with the dresses. Yep. And then the uh, the mom. Yep. When you have hypnotized all the students that are related. Also, he does half of these heists in such big public ways. If he was even the mildest bit more competent, he never would have gotten caught. And, and nobody believes kids. So yep. if he had hypnotized kids all around the board. You see this in movies. It's yep. always like grown-ups don't believe like stranger things nobody believes us but there's real monsters that would have worked also not for nothing in my notes i wrote in great big letters fuck this discount scarecrow motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like i said i saw this design a lot yeah. thinking this was like shredder or, or yeah this is the cool darth guy. vader uh, yeah this turns is, out you weren't missing a damn thing this is a, a useless villain with a useless power yep but let's see how useless using science, science are yeah. we? I'm a disciple of science. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we've got our, our beakers and test tubes. Yes. Uh, and our, our floating our floating eyeball orb. Yep. It does not cause hallucinations. It's just cool to look at the orb sometimes. I mean, it's like a lava lamp. Yeah, it really is. It's soothing and pretty. Yeah. Motherfucker, what'd you say? I'm gonna get you! Oh, oh no! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the 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 eyeball orb took took me over for Reggie. Would you shut down the eyeball yeah, orb? Or, Apparently, it has abilities. It's making Ben look like Abraham Lincoln. Yes, and you know what? That's a good look. But <laughs> <laughs> you should grow your beard out, man. There we go. Stovepipe hats. Maybe that. Stovepipe hats and machetes. Those are going to be the fashions of the future. Let's make this happen. Please. All right. If you're at home listening to this show, if you're a, if you're a trendy young person, show us photos of you in a in a tux and a stovepipe hat with your machete at prom. Please do this, okay? Ben, how would they do this? How could they send it to you for uh, uh, you Twitter? At HBI2K on Twitter. Hit okay. me up. Use the hashtag BatRankings. If you could do this, please. We'd please love just, to see it. It's just something I I, I was about to say always wanted to see, and that's not true, but for the last couple of minutes, it's all I could think about. <laughs> Top hats and machetes. Well, I guess there's nothing more to do than put our put our stovepipe stove, pipe hats and machetes on, but take our pants off. What's holding our machete, though? Let's let's put a belt on. Yeah. There just, we go. Yeah. Waggle it around. Make sure that machete's in the back, too. Hey, you know what? 
You know what? This is nice, because usually you take your pants off, and I never know what to do with my hands, but now I can just tuck my thumbs underneath my belt. Is it weird that the blade of the machete is kind of cool? Yeah, it it's, it's nice. cool to the touch. Yeah, down yeah. the crack of my ass. It's exactly. Great. This is lovely. <laughs> and once the... <laughs> And once the sound, once the sand trout are done with my wang, I'm just gonna pull it around <laughs> to the front, and just turn it around, and just let it hang, and it just it gives that feeling. It's like a phantom limb. The, the old arrakis circumcision. There we go. <laughs> done and done. Well, <laughs> let's, let's rank this bitch. Let's do this. Let's thing. do this. <laughs> We're scientists, Ken. I already know where it's going, but oh, sure. I'm, 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 I've got a hypothesis. <laughs> but we don't know unless we test it. Let's test that's, it. That's what science is. <laughs> Do it. Take a, <laughs> take a swiggeroo, bud. Get that, get that science fuel. Kenny, is this episode <laughs> spellbound, better or worse than number seven, Golem? No. Both kind of deal with similar things, uh, but no. It's both dumb high school hijinks, but yeah. Go- Golem is a story that's been done a million times and often better, but it was better than this piece of shit. Yeah. What's it? But I do not want the animators who worked yes. on this episode, you did. You were definitely uh, the, the stars yeah. of the show, I guess. Yeah. This, this, you know what? This, this episode got a paycheck for some character designers. By God, they did it. We need a bunch of new creepy alien designs. Come on down. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, the, the you know. design of Spellbinder himself was worth your paycheck. You, you, you know what? You know what this this episode makes me think of is fucking Star Trek Discovery, where I will, oh yeah, it's I will pretty. Sit down. It's so pretty, and there's all kinds of intricate design work, and the special effects are great. Like just the the boots on the ground level people who put their hard work and time and energy into this are doing a bang-up job, and fuck, I wish it was in the service of not even a good story, just a competent story. Did you ever see this movie? It, it's, um, oh gosh, I can't remember the title of it because it had a long, it's the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, it's, yeah. It's not Zathura, but it's a weird name. Yeah, the guy who yeah. did The Fifth Element. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, Valerian. Valerian, yeah. It Gorgeous. Was, one of the best special effects I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Stupid, shitty movie. It's yeah. so terrible. But, God, the special effects, the makeup, the yeah. costumes, the props. Gorgeous. Yeah, I, I never saw the movie. I saw the trailers. And, yeah, if you had asked me just based on the trailers, what do you think this movie would be like? What you just said is exactly how I would have said, yeah, probably real pretty. But also, the the lead, the two lead actors... They are terrible. They looked terrible. They looked like like somebody who just walked off the set of a Disney Channel original series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless them. You should... Uh, the chemistry, they're supposed to be somewhat like Disney friends movie. with... Kind of like a Mulder and Scully scenario yeah. where... We're friends, sort of flirt, but not really. The audience is supposed to really want them to get together, but they never them. will. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't bother with Valerian. But, but, like this episode, very pretty. Yep. Very, very dumb. Yeah. But you know what? Golem had had its pretty stuff too. So it wasn't Blade. Stop goofing around, Blade. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that case, is. Bill Binder and his wacky pals, better or worse than number nine, Heroes. No. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Heroes was pretty dumb too. Heroes was dumb, yeah. but 
That that could also be pretty. They had like the Death Star trench run, aerial firefights, and yeah. But that part where they uh, the the soldiers like zip lined into the building it yeah. just looked like a fucking mess. Yeah, just a bunch of like sh- like Michael Bay just throw shit at the screen and and see what your eyeballs look at. Yeah, yeah. I think I would give it to this one just on the on the basis of the set pieces and the. Crazy hallucinations. Pretty animation. Yeah. Wait, are we saying that we want? Hold on. Are we saying that is this one better? I, I'm saying I think Spellbound is slightly better. Than oh, Heroes. okay. Well, I I mean it's it's close. I just I. F- I guess I could watch this one again. Yeah. Whereas I don't really care to watch Heroes again. Shit. When you put it that way. And I just watched this one, so it's like it's not like I want to sit down and watch it again. But if it were down to this one or Heroes, shit, I think you're right. I think I would watch this one again. Yeah. And it, this is purely based on looks. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. Oh. All right. So. In that case, we've just got one more decision left to make: Is Spellbound better or worse than Number Eight? Matlock, the judge. Matlock! We knew why the judge did the murder. Oh, yeah. He had a motive. He was, it was jealousy. And he, that and felt a, old and inadequate. He didn't think that his wrinkled old balls could possibly pre- please this sexy young woman. If you were to open up a newspaper right now, I guarantee you you're going to see in a headline, jealous murder. Yep. Or, or something to that effect. Love triangle gone wrong. Yep. And not... School psychologist tired of whining. <laughs> <laughs> Which they might be, but uh, yeah. they're definitely not going to do robbery, armed robbery about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Go Matlock. Matlock. Yep. Concur. All right. Mark it down. Spellbound at the new number nine spot. This is technically a top ten episode. <laughs> I mean, we got more to go. Yeah, <laughs> it, it will. Oh, definitely. Yeah. My hypothesis is that it will not stay in the top ten. But hey, you never. So Matlock's number ten. So uh, no, Matlock's number eight. Then Spellbound at number nine. Heroes at number ten. Noise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see what we're gonna be ranking next week. All right. Did not look ahead. Oh shit! Ink's back. It is disappearing. Ink. Okay. Ink shows up a few times, I think. This could be either one or another one. I'm thinking. Yeah, there's there's one that stands out in my memory. It involves her daughter. But I want to say that one comes later. Okay. So, well, I mean, we'll find out then. We'll find out next week. Okay. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can find us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. You can pledge one, five, or ten dollars a month. Help uh, keep us in eyeball orbs mm-hmm. and uh, stovepipe hats. Yes, and machetes. And machetes. Those don't come cheap. We're not rich like Chelsea's dad, okay? No, no, no. But I'm sure we can find a a discount hat store. Yeah. And a discount machete store. And (laughs) (laughs) make this happen. We got to support those brick and mortar stores, people. Those those mom and pop machete stores. (laughs) 
that are getting pushed out by Big Machete. Yeah, don't let Amazon take over our, our the little... Machete business the, yeah the, that's a business that's tried and true yeah it's 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 the loving craftsman's touch that you've come to expect yes. from hancock's machetes <laughs> I, if i want a machete to cater to my needs at least i know i can go to a gentleman or yep. or, or, or a lady or a lady and they will be able to give me the proper machete yeah now it's you, like lazy boy it might it might cost a little more it might not show up the next day with that prime shipping but those are sacrifices i'm willing to make to always know that that Hancock is out there sharpening. <laughs> I, I don't know where we go from here. I, 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 thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why you, you continue to do it, but thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody.